Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. Hey, we're really excited about tonight, you guys. Thank you to all of you who sent in questions. I actually have a longer list of questions, probably, than we have time to answer, but... If we say something and a question just comes into your mind tonight, there's a number up on the screen so you can actually text us photos in real time for this session. So, have you guys enjoyed this relationship series? Yes? On a scale of 0 to 10, how uncomfortable have you been during any part of it? Anybody? Okay, a 10. That's fine. We've all been there. It's no biggie. If you read the Song of Solomon, you will get even more uncomfortable all by yourself at home. So, go ahead and go for that in your own time. But... I'm excited to dive in tonight. Again, you can text us questions in real time, so feel free to do that. We have some serious questions. We have some funny questions. We have some practical questions, especially for you fellows who are trying to get a good holy woman in your life. Uh-huh. I believe tonight we'll speak mm-hmm. to you. Uh, and ladies, this will probably help you eliminate all the guys that are sliding <laughs> into your DMs. So it's just going to be great for us all tonight. A very honest conversation about relationships and everything that goes into that. So, I'm going to ask the questions actually tonight. Amzie and Shelves are going to answer most of them. But this, this first one is interesting. We're going to start light and practical. Are you guys good with that? Yeah. All right. Number one, guys. Where should our first date be? And I don't know if this came from a single person or someone in a relationship. So, you can you just think about that. Where should our first date be? Asian Buffet. Hands down. Hands down. No, it better be in the house of the Lord. I'm just kidding. Hey, first of all, like she said, please text stuff in if you have them. Uh, The question that you're, like, afraid to ask that, like, you're really wondering about, just go ahead and text it in. But where should your first date be? Um, I definitely recommend uh, there be multiple people there. I think uh, with a parent present. Oh, dude, bummer, bro. I got to bring my mom or my dad with me. How embarrassing. Uh, it's just going to save you from a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's going to set things off on the on the right on the right track. But um, if that if if you can't do that, at least at least go out with some friends or something. And and, and as many people as you can get in on that would be better. Because if that date kind of goes south, you might want a, a wing man or woman there to to talk yeah, to. Right. But I think accountability is great, and I think more people there, the better. Yeah. What do you think, Shelby? said, yeah. definitely somewhere public where there's people. It's not just you two alone. Or what about mom's like basement? Uh, no. Okay. No basement. No. <laughs> um, Everybody's like, oh, dude. Yeah. Cancel somewhere first where day. you can get to know each other and people are around. Like Amsi said, group of people, group of friends, parents. I mean, that's the best vote. But friends is next. Um, you know, there's coffee, ice cream. Uh, somebody I was talking to earlier said when they first first started dating. They went on walks. Maybe you go on walks How in the park. How about that? Exercise. Yeah. Exercise. You're talking. You're in nature. It's yeah. great. Yep. Um, strike and spare. Mm-hmm. It has bowling and rollerblading. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Just an option. Yeah. Great Love answers. It. Yeah. Great answers. I was good. Mine was way more practical and way less spiritual. Uh, go someplace where you're going to do something. Don't go to dinner. Yeah. What if it doesn't go well? What if conversation is not like flowing? What if you don't yeah. know what to say? If you're bowling, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. then you have something to do. Yeah. So right. something active is fun. Morgan, would you say like Netflix and chill would be a good first date or something? Or No, and that's okay. boring and not creative anyway. Gotcha. Like yeah. aim higher. Lame. You can do better. Lame. Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to cancel my first date. 
So. All right, next question. This is a little bit more of a serious one, and I, I put a bunch of them together. The same question came in in many ways. It says, how do I know if I'm ready for a relationship? What age can I start dating? What's an appropriate age to get married or start dating? What are some caution questions I should ask myself before dating someone? So this is loaded. The whole high school sweetheart. I think I know, like, out of everybody I've ever met in my life, like one or two people, maybe, that ever ended up with the person they started dating when they were 14. <laughs> I don't think, I don't personally think there's, a, there's an age, because I think it's different, literally, for everybody, because uh, us young men mature at a much uh, uh, slower rate than the uh, ladies do. <laughs> um, but how do you know you're ready for a relationship? Let me ask you this. Do you have a job? Can you pay for that date? When she wants to go to Lululemon and get a $110 pair of leggings, wow. and she wants you to pay for those. Can you pay for those? Uh, Are you calling mom and dad, hey, can you, uh, can you uh, cash out me some cash real quick? Like, <laughs> about to be broke, and I want this date to go well. Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> are you a responsible person, first of all? Uh, I think that would help. What do you, what do you, what do you think, Shelby Lynn? Um, I was going to say it's really like a wisdom issue. Um, dating is really distracting, so when you think that you're mature and um, when immature things don't interest you anymore. Um, and like you said, my questions were, do you drive? Can you pay for the date? But really, I just think that it's um, a wisdom and maturity issue. The only thing I would add to that is I don't think actually you should trust yourself to know if you're ready for a relationship. I think you should ask the leaders in your life. Am I ready for a relationship? Do you think I'm old enough to start dating? Um, what are some, some concerns you might have about me? Yeah. That kind of thing. So ask people you trust. I think the smartest people are the ones, and the most ones I feel safe with, are the ones that ask questions like that. Because it's yeah. the ones that are trying to do things that they want to do, and they're always slipping out the back door, and they're, they're never asking these questions because they know they're going to get a no. Yeah. I think the people asking those questions, do you think I'm ready to date? I think they think that they're probably ready, but they want some confirmation from somebody maybe lived through a couple right. things before yeah, right. and can see that on their life. Yeah. Do you think I'm ready to get married? Should I start a business? Should I go to this school? Mm -hmm. Those are a lot of questions that you should be asking as a young person uh, to leaders or, or your pastor or your parents, you know, yeah. if they're yep. um, really great parents. Uh, don't trust everybody for advice, right. but right. yes, I think asking yeah. leaders in your life is Good perfect. Advice. Love it. This question got texted in, and it goes with a few more that we already had. What do you do if at your church the only people your age are the same gender as you, and there is actually no one at church for you to date? Also, along with that, what if I don't think anyone at church is cute? Uh, what if the person I like goes to a different church? And is it okay if the person I'm dating isn't a Christian? So these are all tied together. Sounds like you're waiting. Sounds like you're waiting. Sounds like you're waiting. Next question. No. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, what if there's nobody cute in my youth group? Okay. Uh, first of all, are you saying that you think you're that cute? Um, second of all, um, just saying. Um, uh, beauty fades. Beauty fades. So if that's your number one qualifier, dude, she's, bro, she's got to be hot, bro. Like, oh, my gosh, she's got to be so cute and have like a... Those are so superficial. Everybody is attracted to a certain type of person, of course, but that shouldn't, that shouldn't be the, because I have heard that. I've actually, me and Steven and Bruce have heard that from multiple young people. Well, there's nobody cute in the quarry today. I'm like, really? Like, I haven't heard anybody say like, oh, like, uh, 
uh, like, oh, I've seen this person really, like, read their Bible. Oh, like, questions you should ask, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this person told me they've been praying for me the other day. It's like, oh, those are questions that people should be asking, not just, well, there's nobody cute. That's just a shallow question, which shows me that you're not ready to date yet. Simple. If you're looking for the one identifier, what do I need to check my list off? She's hot. You're not ready to date. And that's okay, because I was once there, and I didn't have anybody sit down to tell me anything like this. It was, don't date. Don't kiss. No sex before marriage. I'm like, great. I, okay, awesome. I have no reason why I shouldn't do that stuff other than you just shouldn't. shouldn't. So um, now you're responsible for this information because you know it. So. Yeah, um, God, I, I just think that God's not calling us to think people are cute in our church, <laughs> but he's calling us to pursue a relationship with someone who with him is at the center. Right. So I just think that, you know, pray for some people to come to church. Or, um, I don't know, Sheesh. I just think that mm-hmm. God isn't calling us to just think people are cute at our church. Like, that's right. something that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. First, we should be pursuing Him, and right. then find right. someone who is pursuing God for yeah. themselves. Yep. Spend all the time getting yourself ready for yeah. it. Yeah. Don't think, exactly. they better have it all together, but I'm literally right. a zero out of ten. Yeah. Let's hope she shows up, or he shows up, and he's yeah. a ten, and he can pull me up. No, let you be the person that's working on yourself, working yeah. out your issues, going through deliverance, going through healing, cutting the baggage that you're dragging so that when you meet Mr. or Mrs. Perfect, you'll be ready for him. Yeah. So, no big deal. Agree. I'll add to that. Um, You have to remember God wants you to be in the right relationship as much as you do. So, if that person has not shown up in your life, you can just have faith. God is going to bring them when you're ready, right? When it's a good time for them to be there. He wants that for you. But also part of that question was, is it okay if the person I'm dating isn't a Christian or what if they go to a different church? So one thing I want to bring out from the Bible, it says don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So don't hook your life up with somebody that doesn't believe the same way that you do. And I know sometimes it's easy to say, well, they're a Christian and they go to church and they love God. That's not enough when you're literally talking about connecting your life to someone forever because it matters. And I'll be honest, it probably doesn't impact your life as much when you're 15, but when you're 25 and you're going through something stressful and when you're 35 and you have kids and when you're 45 and something crazy happens, you're going to need someone who believes what you believe, who knows how to use their faith, who will pray in tongues for you, who can lay hands on you when you're not feeling good or when you need deliverance or whatever. And that stuff matters so much. So have a little maturity to think like, okay, this person loves God, but if I was married to them and had kids with them and we were going through a hard time, what is this person going to do? Are they going to flake out? You know, ladies, is this guy going to come to church with you and your kids on Sunday? Like, or is he going to oversleep and and miss it? You know, is your wife going to want to bring your kids to church, right? And teach them the Bible. Is there important questions to ask? So that's what I would say to that one. To add to that really quick, I think that it would be really hard in a relationship if you're trying to serve God in your church and they're trying to serve the world. So I think when you're looking at a relationship, if you're, if you're living your life and pursuing God and, and uh, serving God, but they're serving the world and everything that's involved with that, it's going to be super messy yep. and super hard That's right. when God offers us Agreed. to have an easy relationship. Yeah. Yes. So just think about on that. It's good. It's good show yes. And if they can serve God well, they can serve you well. So yeah. you're making a choice in your own interest, yeah. to be honest. A little nugget for you. Yep. She's just dropping them over here. Nobody Here's cares. what you guys really came for. <laughs> Is that, this was also asked in multiple ways. Is kissing okay? 
kissing, yes or no? Can I hold their hand? Is it okay to hold hands during worship or during a church service? Love it. All right, so this hey, is how no, this is a judgment-free zone, guys. Okay. This is how we're going to answer this question: Is kissing um, <laughs> is kissing good? Yes or no? What we're going to do is I'm going to say one, two, three, and everybody just shout out what you think. Ready? I'm not going to say what I think. Ready? One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a couple of cows. I heard yes, no. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this: uh, Is eating dirt okay? Is scooping up a dog turd off the ground awesome? <laughs> listen, no, listen this. The Bible talks about things that are permissible, means that you're allowed to do whatever you want. Right. But is it a benefit to your life? Is it wholesome? Is it going to make your life better? I would say probably 10 times out of 10, it's not going to. Um, I also think, um, you know, they said marijuana is a gateway drug. Kissing is a gateway drug to sex. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The exact same thing. It's no different. Well, Amy, it's just kissing. Okay, well, in three months, you guys will be in the bed together. Oh. Well. Here's another identifier. What you see people do in public, at least times that by three or four or five, what yeah. they're going to do in private. Yeah. So if they're kissing on each other, if they're really hu hugging hands, if they're those people that we've seen at church conferences when we've all gone together to church conferences that are literally standing here holding hands and the guy standing behind her like holding her belly like one of those pregnant belly pictures and he's like and he's just like looking at her like oh girl I just love you so much and and we're all just like dude what are you doing we're singing about God right now why did you even come I'm actually glad those people are in church but um <laughs> um you know you you guys might think it's old fogey it's like dude you're 33 of course you're gonna say no uh, I think a hundred years from now. Um, best case scenario would be no, still. Um, I think that the more you give yourself to that kind of stuff, your desires will follow it. Yeah. Bible talks about not awakening lust. Yeah. Yeah. Don't awaken it. Mm -hmm. Don't awaken it. Um, pretty sure if you kissed, you're going to uh, uh, awaken lust. Um, Hand-holding, uh, I, I feel a little bit indifferent about that. I, I, I can't say I have a scripture that says you shouldn't even hold hands, but... Sorry if I'm taking up your time, Shovel. Then here's a here's a good rule. <laughs> if that person that you like doesn't have one of these, a ring, that is considered your brother or sister in Christ. So ask yourself, would I <laughs> make out with my sibling? Ask yourself, would I rub feet under a blanket with my sibling? Ask yourself, would I? <laughs> Thank you, CJ. You're right. You can pick it apart as much as you want, but it's technically that. Okay, the, the person then in church that you're not interested in, you would say, yeah, that's my brother and sister in Christ. But the one you're interested in, you'd be like, well, that's my girlfriend. That's my boyfriend. Unless you got one of these, which I do. Ha, I did the work. I got it. Um, unless you have one of those, that's your brother or your sister, spiritually. So you don't want to be a brother kisser or a sister kisser. That's what I always say. What do you think, Shelby Lynn? Honestly, I just think that if you're asking that question, um, I would want to ask you, like, what's your motive? Yeah. Like, why Oh, do... I know. I know their motive. Yeah. Like, why do you want to or think that you need to right now? Sure. You know, like, um, I think that just like Amzie was saying, it just kind of 
is an opens the door to temptation, and it and, yep. and if you start there, it just kind of leads one thing to the next to the next. So I just um, that's what I think on that. And then hand holding during worship and <laughs> service, um, I think that your main focus should really be on God <laughs> in the moment, Hello. and not just like trying to hold hands during a. Your hands should be up. Oh, oh, okay. Holding someone's hand, so that's that's good. Um, I heard somebody say one time that this is a church person, (laughs) a couple years younger than me. They said it's just impossible. It's impossible not to kiss before you're before you're uh, married or engaged. And I'm like, okay, I know what you've been doing, Um, but you know that whole that whole that it's impossible to to not do this thing. To me, that's someone who likes to get as close to the line as they can. And when you're always trying to get close to the line, you're going to step over it multiple times at some point. And you're going to regret it. And then you're going to feel full of shame and guilt and embarrassment. And you're going to have to repent to God for it. And you're going to have to deal with that. Just stay away from it. I know, I know, I know. Easier said than done. I get that. But just stay away from it. All right. We'll have a fun one next. But before that, I think this one piggybacks off nicely there. How far is too far? I'm assuming this means physically. How much alone time is allowed? And besides the obvious, what are some safe boundaries to have? Shelby Lane, what do you think? Um, for how far is too far, I think if you're having asked that question, then you've probably already gone too Woo! far. My goodness. Um, so I would say, Jeez. you know, set and follow your boundaries that align with the word mm-hmm. and that are practical to you, that are easy for you to follow and understand. Um, how much alone time is allowed? Being alone is dangerous, Hello. guys. Yeah. I would say um, alone in public is fine. Sure. Like if you're in, like there's people around mm-hmm. in a public area, right. but a private setting, it's just too much room for temptation. It is. Yeah. Um, so like I said earlier, go on a walk or go out for coffee or dinner. Find something yep. where there's lots of people around, where there's noise. It's not just you two. Shovelin, does the guy or the girl pay? Mm, I'd say the guy. Okay. But cool. also... I think it's who asks. Ooh. Like, I feel like if I'm asking somebody, then yeah. it's, like, my responsibility. Mm-hmm. But if somebody else is asking me, then it's their responsibility. Yeah. What do people think in the, in, the, in the audience? Guy pays? Raise your hand. Guy pays? Okay. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go first with guy pays. Girl pays? Anybody? Okay. So, like, six people think the guy pays, and no one thinks the girl pays. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you yeah, both you could should bless be someone. Yeah. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it'd be weird if someone asked me to pay. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but to volunteer to pay is nice. I'll say one thing I used to do is I would pay for the meal and um, Jess would cover the tip. Mm-hmm. And we did that a lot. And uh, and then times she would be like, hey, I made some extra money at work. I'll pay. I'm like, fantastic, go for it. And you can pay the tip. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I'll just say, too, besides the obvious, what are some safe boundaries to have? I think that's a really great question, and my boundaries that I would say is, number one, just don't give yourself a chance to make a mistake. You can agree on that together. Don't put yourself in a situation where mistakes could be made, but also another boundary that is very important is accountability. Find someone that you guys each maybe can have a person that you're accountable to that you know, like, I'm going to tell this person everything about our relationship. They can read our texts. They can know what we did last night, all the things, and and those are sometimes things I think people overlook. They just want to do it on their own and like, okay, yeah, well, we made our boundaries. Okay, we'll get some other people involved in your boundaries too, and they'll help you keep them. So, all right, this one, gentlemen, listen up. What are some good lines to use when asking out a Christian girl? (laughs) All right, guys, you got your pen and paper ready? 
All right. Let's, uh, Shevlin, I know you, you have some as well. Let's, let's, do some, uh, let's do some ones that you should say. Um, here, here's a good one. So, I mean, really any of you all could use these if, as long as they pertain to uh, your gender. Um, <laughs> uh, you could say, I'm pretty much considered uh, an elder in my church these days. And she'd be like, oh, my gosh, wow. Like, that's, that's amazing. What do you think, Shevlin? Um, for you, I would slay two Goliaths. <laughs> Here's a really good one, guys. You could say, uh, hey, girl, um, you know, I put the stud in Bible study. And she's like, gosh, you do. And then what do you think, Shelby? Uh, what's your name and number so I can add you to my prayer list? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> who's, who's pulled that? Who's pulled it? Pav? I love it. Um... Here's a good one. You make, you make the Queen of Sheba look like a hobo. <laughs> oh, we're going to have the bow on that. <laughs> um, baby, you're just like water, except Jesus turned you into fine. Oof. Man. That's marriage. That's marriage right there. Um, here's, here's another one. And. I'm going, to, I'm going to say this as a disclaimer because I do, I do this a lot, but I do it to get the job done faster. Here's, it. Here's the pickup line. Have you noticed I can carry six chairs at a time when setting up tables and chairs in the back? <laughs> hey, girl, did you notice I carry six chairs? I do it, guys. Everybody's like, look at Amzie trying to impress. No, look, hey, I got a girl. I just try to get the job done faster. Thank you very much. <laughs> the word says to give drink to those who are thirsty and feed the hungry. How about dinner? Mm. <laughs> Good. Okay. Let's do some. Um, let's do some that you shouldn't say. That's all. That's all that I have. Okay. So cool. Let's listen to yours. I, I have some good ones. Um, <laughs> do you need prayer? Uh, because I'm certainly willing to lay hands on you. <laughs> Guys, don't. Don't. Here's another one. Here's another one. Uh, hey. Um, when you meet her, and then she said, what's your name? He said, hi, I'm Will. God's Will. <laughs> That's it. Come on. Come on, Willie Brown. Uh, here's a, here's a, the last one I have on this to don't say, because this is like 2022, and girls might get offended by this one. But on first dates, uh, I always take the girls to get um, barbecue ribs. You know, it feels the most biblical, considering you came from one. <laughs> If anybody doesn't understand that, Adam and Eve, Eve came from a rib of Adam. Yeah, so. you have to okay. okay, yeah, I, I noticed the lack of response. So. Yes. Do you want to know the worst pickup line I ever got, like in real life? Oh One gosh. time I was walking through the mall, and I looked like a hobo. I always do on Saturdays. <laughs> I'd never look good, and I just had like a Dillard's bag. And this one of those cell phone men that used to be in the middle of the mall just said, expensive. And I, I stopped, and I was like, what? And he said, expensive. You look like you have good taste. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and I said, if you have to explain it, you probably shouldn't say that. And then I just walked away. I wasn't trying to be rude, but I was trying to help a fellow out that didn't make sense okay this is a great question that was texted in and i'll tie it into our next set here what if you love them and you dream about them and then it has this emoji also is it okay to flirt to convert how do i turn down someone nicely and what is the right way to break up with someone so what if i love them i'm dreaming about them how about flirting to converting or how do i turn someone down or break up with them do they love you <laughs> There's a lot of one-sided, I've had young, young people say to me, well, we hold really good conversations. Like, OK, 
okay. That's great. Um, I know a lot of people I hold great conversations with. Um, but it would be really nice if the love was given back. If you're the only person, if, if it's a one-sided thing, there might be uh, an issue there. Um, the other part of the question was um, uh, flirt What if I also dream about them? Is it yeah. okay to flirt to convert? And how do I turn someone down or break up with them nicely? Uh, there's someone called the devil. And dream, uh, thoughts and influence can come from him. Uh, but God also does speak to people in dreams. Uh, I haven't had that happen really much in my life at all. Um, I would definitely take that to a trusted source, someone maybe 10 or 20 years uh, above you, and ask them, hey, I had this. What do you think? Um, I think that'd be really smart. Um, and also, like, uh, the whole flirting to convert. Um, if you have lost puppy dog syndrome, I've, I've, I've maybe seen that, hap that, that happen and, and turn out well, like, once. Almost always it ends in if the girl's going after the guy, like, I'm just going to fix him because Jesus isn't a savior. I am. Um, I have seen that happen so many times. And, those, I'm, and actually, most of those people aren't even, I don't see them anymore because they're somewhere else in life because they got covered in that. And they, they tried to become something for somebody that they should never have done. Um, I think it's okay if you meet somebody that's at the same level as you and you're growing together. And then I guess, I guess if you want to flirt to convert. But um, I don't think that we should be looking for zeros. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's it. I, I, and and mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship, um, I've had young people tell me, I don't know how to get away from this person. Uh, I've been with this person so long. It's like, it, how do you break it off? Um, and I'm just black and white, like, just tell them I'm done. Yeah. You, just, you need to make that decision. The longer you draw it out, the deeper you get into trouble, um, spiritually and physically. Yeah. So. I would say don't wait if you feel like really strongly about that. Yeah. I'm supposed to break this thing off. Um, yeah. I think another red flag is if your school friends know about him or her, but your church friends don't. Oh. Oof. Come on. Yeah. If that's the situation, to me it's automatically wrong. Because you know the good influences in your life will recognize the right. negative on that person yeah. and be like, hey, yo, like, what's, what's this? What's this about? And you know, like your school friends have your Snap or your extra account that you know church friends don't know. And then sometimes when those church yeah. friends actually slip slip in and are actually able to see that, you block them. You know, because yeah, I've seen that happen. It's so funny. I see a lot of people smiling because they know what I'm talking about. Um, just stay away from it. Shelby, then what do you think? Um, for the flirt to convert, I I just want to say that I think if you're trying to flirt to convert to get someone to like you, or kind of what you're saying, like the one-sided thing it's probably not worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, God wants you to be fulfilled in your relationships. He's not trying to, like, force you to fix somebody or force somebody to like you. So I would say, um, I'd say no to yeah. that. <laughs> and then uh, to turn someone down, I would say kind of what Amzie was saying, the best thing that you can do is just be honest. Right. And be honest as quick as you can. Yeah, as quick. Because yeah. the more you hold out, the just the harder it's going to get. Yep. So. Right. That's so right. Yeah. To the person who said, like, what if I love them and I'm dreaming about them, just learn. You'll learn this through life. You can't always trust your emotions. Yes, correct. And that's all emotions. Well, I feel like I love them. Or even, like, why well, I'm scared or I'm angry or I'm this and I'm that. Throughout your whole life, your emotions are going to go yeah. like this. So you have to learn to say, like, my emotions are not the thing in my life that tells me what to do. Maybe I do love them. Maybe I do dream about them. Just remove your emotion for a second and get some input from somebody spiritual. Um, flirting to convert. Here's what I would say, because I'm not opposed to y'all bringing someone to church. 
But yeah, I'm with you on that. Bring them to church before you're dating and let them attend your church for like a year before you would consider dating them. That's fine. You don't have to. We're not just like yep. throwing a big red X on someone because they yep. don't go to your church. But that's fine. Bring them as a friend. Let them get engaged with your friend group. Let them build relationships here. See if they hang in there. See if they're really interested in God and what he has for them or if they're just trying to follow you here. Um, and then maybe when people in your life give you a thumbs up and they're feeling good about that person, then you can date them. Yep. Uh, and that's all I'll add to that. I think the other answers were great. This question I love. What are some tips for forming a relationship the right way? I think just keeping God first in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, stay serving your church continually. Mm -hmm. And, you know, serving others is a priority. But also understanding that between you and whoever that you're trying to form a relationship with, that communication is the biggest key that you guys can have. You know, spiritually, mentally, I just think that, you know, you need to keep God first together, but also just understand that you have to learn how to communicate with people. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that's great. Show me that. Mm -hmm. Love it. Here's a fun one. Will you guys share with us, in a way that won't embarrass people if we know them, the best and worst date you've ever had? (laughs) <laughs> I can go, but do you want to go first, Evan, then? Uh, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> I have two experiences. There's been like a hundred, but um, I have two that I really remember. Uh, I like this girl a lot, and they, I call it the <laughs> – I guess I can say this. I don't think they would listen to this. I won't say any names, but no, I'll skip that part. Um, there was this girl that I really liked, and we had been going on on dates here and there, uh, some with friends, some with not. Went to like see a movie together, and then she's like, "Hey, let's. You want to come to my house and we'll make like a homemade pizza. I bought a kit and we'll make the dough and everything. Like this is great." And I noticed she was acting a little odd, and when I got there, she answers the door and she's like, "Hey, um, I think you and I are t- wanting two different things in life." I was like, "Wait, what? Okay, this is interesting. Um, I think I'm getting dumped. Uh, I think we're going two different ways in life. Like, I don't even know what I want in life, and you seem like you do. So I think we're just better as friends. Do you still want to make this pizza? <laughs> I said, I'm actually, I'm actually not hungry anymore, believe it or not. So I'm just going to leave. And then I got in my Jeep, and I cried on the way home. No, I don't know if I cried. I was ticked. Um, another time, I was um, on my way to Texas Roadhouse for a delicious date. Hey, great place. There's tons of people in there shouting happy birthday all the time. Um, driving there, and we're about three or four minutes from the restaurant, and a car, and I was driving, and this lady, <laughs> this lady that was with me, uh, the car pulled out pretty quickly in front of us, and she said, oh, S, you know, a certain cuss word. I don't want to spell it out. Um, but she says this certain word, and I'm just like, you cuss? I was so mad, like, because I'm, like, super... Christian spiritual, which I was not. I didn't read my Bible at the time, but I thought I was. And uh, I was so, so, so offended that she cussed because I'd never heard her cuss. We didn't say a word from that moment in the car till we got to Roadhouse. We sat down, we ate. We didn't say a single word, and we were eating. And at one point, she says, hey, hey, do, do you feel awkward right now? And I was just looking at her and said, nope. <laughs> and we finished our meal, and I took her home, and we still didn't talk for probably about two hours straight. Terrible first. Terrible date. Terrible date. Go ahead, Shelby Lynn. I'm just going to skip to worst date, and I'm going to go with this one time. We were at a family friend party, like a holiday party, and, uh, you know, my family was there, family friends were there, and the whole entire time, 
the dude um, sat on the couch and played video games Ooh. on his phone the whole time, not looking up, not talking to anybody. That's probably my worst date. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah, don't do that. Don't play video games the whole time. Guys, let me give you just a quick tip. She doesn't care about Xbox or what you do. When you go hang out with her, at, just go with like 20 questions about herself. I'm not, I'm, 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 she doesn't care that you play music. She doesn't care that you uh, ride mountain bikes. Uh, she doesn't care that you do all these different things. <laughs> Show up and just ask her questions about herself. Just, a, just an expert pro tip. Um, it's, hey, how many knows it's really easy to talk about yourself? Very, very easy. Well, what do I say on a date? Like, uh, what if it's what if it gets awkward? And I have no idea what to say. Ask her questions about herself, and when it ends, I'll say, "Oh, do you have a dog? Cool. What kind? Oh, I have a cocker spaniel. Oh, that's great. What color is it? Oh, that's awesome. What's its name? You could just go down the list, yeah. and you won't run out of anything to talk about. And you'll be sitting there just like so. Just ask her a lot of questions. Pro tip: no big deal. Great. All right, this is a good one. This was asked many times. What are the biggest red flags I should look for? Hmm. Number one, do they know Jesus? Hello. Hello. We're talking about building a life with somebody, not just dating for the fun of it. That's another thing. Don't date for the fun of it. Well, I'm just, hey, this is my, this is my senior summer, man. I, I, just need, I just need me a little girl in my arm. You know what I'm saying? Senior summer. Summer's over. She goes her way. I go my way. What, is, what that's called is you're going to need deliverance after that summer. You're going, to need, you're going to need people to sit down and talk with you while you cry your eyes out. Been there, done that with a lot of leaders, and myself. And then also now that I am a leader, I've done that with a lot of youth where um, they've, you know, just counseled them and talked with them through stuff. It's like, you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> you shouldn't have. Um, Shevelyn, what would you say is a red flag? Um, you hit on some of mine. Um, you know, does he serve in church? If he doesn't serve, that's eh, a red flag to me. Also, one of the biggest red flags, I cannot stand when people are disrespectful. Oof. You know, not even just to you, but to Oof. other people, yeah. too, like Oof. out in public. Yes. Disrespect gets What if he walks in to, and says to your Mr. Steve in front, what up, pops? Mm. Mm. I was at Porto the other day. This is a disrespect thing. And, um... I, had, I knew this lady that was walking in, I was talking to her, and she just got engaged, and um, her fiancé was inside getting the table, and then he yelled at her and was like, hey, whatever her name is, we're ready, let's go, Shoo. and just yelled, like, it was not a joke, he was so disrespectful, and then she was just like, he's hungry, and Whoa. trying to make excuses for it, so, what a little baby, disrespect wow. gets me. Um, and yep. then, you know, if he's also asking or pushing you to think, to do things you don't want to do. Yep. I had that, I had that down as well. Mm-hmm. Girls, what if he sends you, says, just got back from the gym. You like my abs? And bye-bye. Nice knowing you. Hey, hey, do like uh, the, the girl did to Dr. Jacobs all those years ago. Hand him a Bible and say, get out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> just do that to him. Yeah. Red flag. <laughs> Red flag. Um, if he says hot dogs or legs. Get rid of him. Uh-huh. Just get rid of him. Anybody, no, anybody know that? No. Okay. Red flag. But I agree with that. Pushing you anyway sexually. Automatic red flag. 
hey girl, what are you what are you doing right now? Oof, bye bye. Mm-hmm. Nope, automatic. You're gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say too. Does that person have accountability? I know I keep bringing that up, but that's yeah. so important. Do they I have agree. somebody that really speaks into their life? And do they encourage you to seek someone who really speaks into your life as well? When you're having trouble, it's nice to have someone who would say, you know what, maybe you should go talk to Emily about that. Maybe you should call Madeline about that. Maybe you should call Lois Daly about that. You know, um, mm-hmm. accountability is great. I got one more. Yeah. If he only goes to church when you go to church, or if she only shows up, hey, you going to go to church today? Actually, I got COVID. I'm staying home, but you're going to go, right? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're looking for some consistency and some faithfulness in people and that servant's heart to show up to church on Sunday and to serve. You don't want them to get to know God because they're trying to get to know you. I understand. I understand that is a thing, and I think it's good. But if that's their only reason, if you break up and that person never comes back to church, we know exactly why they were there because you smelled really good and that's it. All right. This was our number one most asked question. I believe how do I know if they are the one? Yep. I'll beat you to it. I'll beat you to it. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Um, Amzie, what if I just have like, I just know it. I just have the emotions that she, just so excited. Do you have peace? Peace is different than warm and fuzzies, than tinglies, than, oh, I just know it. I just know it. No, spiritually, do you have peace? It's a great scripture since, since you guys um, uh, asked. What you did? Oh, that's fine. Um, uh, the, the, it's in, uh, I think it's in 1 Corinthians. It talks about let peace be your perfect, let perfect peace be your umpire. What does an umpire do? Ball gets thrown and he says in or out. Very, 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 very simple. Anytime a situation, it doesn't matter, a relationship or anything. Yeah. Where, where should I go to school at? What job should I get? Anytime a decision has to be made, listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Check in with the Holy Spirit. Not just, because there's going to be come a time in your life where you're like, I'm very sure she's the one or he's the one. But then you have to develop, is it, is it peace or is it just emotions? Am I just very excited because they're cute and they smell really good? Or is it, do I have peace about it? So let, um, thank you. Uh, here's that, uh, I don't think Amplified here. Uh, it's Colossians, not Corinthians. Colossians 3.15, it says, let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him. Yeah. Not somebody like, okay, I'm in a relationship now. I'm going to start developing peace. Mm-hmm. I would say that's, that's a good thing if you want to do that, but start doing it now so you know the voice of the Holy Spirit, so you know how to follow that peace. It says, yeah. uh, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him be the controlling factor in your heart's deciding and settling questions that arise. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I, um, I think peace is huge. Yeah, there's a lot of other things. Like, I mean, I'll let you go so I don't steal any of yours, Shelby Lynn, if you have you any. You stole my religion. Okay. I was going to say peace, no. just, you know, um, there's so much pressure on that question. Like you said, it was one of the number ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but just understanding that if you're following God's peace, then you're following the right path. You know, I think that peace is just the number one, like, giveaway answer. Yeah, for and sure. And so that was my answer for that. I mean, there's all the things that we talked about, though, already with um, how do you know they're the one. Just observe their life. Yeah. Are they respectful? Are they serving in church? Yeah. Do they ever mention anything about them talking to God? Or, yeah. hey, uh, I was thinking about you today. I, I was praying for you today. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, not, hey, I was praying about you and God said we're supposed to be together. Oof, not that one. Don't, don't pull the God said card on them. Don't do that. But I think, uh, I think all those things that we had just previously mentioned are really good identifiers of if, if they are the one. And I don't necessarily know if God's going to be showing you at 14. He could. But I think that him giving you that vision is something for a little bit later in your life. Maybe you're in here now and you're like, I am so certain there's somebody here or another church. Hopefully they're at least in church somewhere. And I feel like they're, they are the one. Well, if they are the one, then God has spoken to that person as well. And you guys will know when the right time is. I wouldn't think it's at 14 or even 16, probably not even 18. Um, I, think, I think when you're in your early 20s, maybe even like 25, guys for real i think i think in your in your in your early 20s there is a switch there's a maturity because adulting happens and life happens and you're and you're forced to start making grown-up decisions and you're thinking okay what do i believe and i have to i have to really get a firm foundation and i have to get solid about some things and then i think when that maturing process happens that's the best time that's that's the most important time to really if you desire to be in a relationship and to be married and have a family and things like that, that's the time to start really pursuing that. I don't think there's anything wrong if you're, even if you're 11 or 12 or 13, if you're asking God about that now, there's nothing wrong with that. But do it in the right time. Yeah, and don't make that decision alone. Just like I said, yes. don't decide on your own that you're ready today. Ask some people in your life, do you think I'm ready for this? Same way, don't make that decision on your own if that person is the one. Ask the people in your life that you trust. So we're going to wrap this up in about 10 minutes, and we'll move through these next few questions kind of quickly. Text them if you have any more, please. Yep. Why is purity so important? What's the hype about? And what if I'm dating someone and we've had sex but are now pursuing purity? Am I or is our relationship doomed? Which is a great question. Do you want to go, Shogun? Sure. Um, I think purity is so important because it's a gift that God gave us. Hello. To stay pure in a relationship, you know, God set a path long before we got here for mm. us, and he called us to be pure and to be holy and to be honorable. And so uh, staying pure is just really staying away from hurt and emotional entanglement and guilt and shame and sin. Yes. So, you know, just understand that it's a gift from God. Yes. And then um, the next question, um, what if I'm dating someone but we've had sex and um, but now are pursuing purity. Mm -hmm. There's always grace and forgiveness. Always, yes. yeah. Um, God is such a good God that no matter what we do, he's always gracious with us. Yes. And um, you're not doomed. Yeah. But you do have work to do now. Yes. And yes. so right. I would advise that you go to counseling or talk to someone that you trust yes. to yes. give you um, good godly advice. Yes. Because you're now, because now pursuing purity might be a little bit harder because of some actions. So just both of you, uh, you and whoever you're with, um, need to reevaluate re your boundaries with someone that That's you can it. be accountable yeah. with. Yeah. Boundaries right there. It's huge. Mm -hmm. if, if you have messed up sexually with, with someone, um, reestablishing those and then holding very tight to them, yeah. I think is, is very important. I know somebody, they're, they're older now, but this happened in their mid-20s. I know this is not necessarily that group right now, but um, they both... Uh, pursued a relationship with each other. They moved in to an apartment together. And then yeah. after being there for a while, they're like, they both felt really convicted. Like, this is not right. Mm -hmm. um, we really want to be together, but we felt like we started off wrong. So they actually got rid of that apartment, got their own places and pursued each other for over a year and got married. And they're still married. They've been married for like 10 plus years. Mm -hmm. And they have a kid 
and they're doing really, really well. Yes. Right. So no, you're not doomed. Yeah. The devil's going to make you think you're doomed. And if it's the right relationship, he's going to try everything to mess it up and make you think it's doomed to get rid of that person. Um, but you might need to just get rid of that person, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's doomed, but um, yeah, if you messed up sexually, you might just need to get rid of that person. You might have just been interested in them, and they might have been interested in you for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And so it might be the time to say bye-bye. Or take a break. If it's take the right relationship and you made a mistake, yes. get accountability. And maybe you all need to just be separated for a while while you Agreed. work things out between you and God. There is a, a scripture to run with that um, that I really, really like. 1 Corinthians 6.18 of the Amplified. It says, run away from sexual immorality in any form, whether thought or behavior, whether visual or written every every other sin uh, that a man commits is outside the body but the one who is sexually immoral um, sins against his own body so um it says run it says flee from those things um i don't see of all the topics of the things god says to stay away from i don't see him say run and flee from all the different things he says stay away from but sexual sin he's saying like this is a big deal mm -hmm. it really affects you and it does it it, it affects you in all kinds of ways Physically, spiritually, mentally, it messes you up if it's not done in the right timing and with your spouse. Yeah. So, All right, we had this question several times in different forms. Uh, number one, my parents don't like who I'm dating, but what if I think they're just being overprotective? Or along the same lines, but a little different, uh, should you listen to your parents, and should you listen to your parents if they don't have a good relationship? Mm. That's a tough one. Morgan, do you have anything you want to say to that? I think that we all learn, not just from our parents, but maybe from all the relationships that we grow up seeing, there are things that we would want to repeat in our life and things yeah. that we wouldn't. Correct. Correct. And you have to understand your parents are human, and they make mistakes just like you do and just like I do, and we need to give them grace yes. and love them and pray for them because yeah. their job is hard, and, and most of us in here are not parents yet, so we don't know what that's like. Yeah. That being said, uh, no, you don't have to pattern relationships after your parents. And if you feel like your parents don't give you spiritual advice, then seek out that spiritual advice from people in the church. The Bible tells us that we're a church family and yes. that there are mothers and fathers in the church. Mm -hmm. And if you have a rough family situation, you're not alone. <laughs> you are in good company with, with tons of people in our church who came from all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of homes, all kinds of yes. parental situations. So if you don't have a good example in your home, that's okay. There are great examples in our church. And if you feel like your parents are not people who could give you solid relationship advice, that's okay. Seek out couples in your church that will give you solid relationship advice. Yeah. God brings us together to make up what we're lacking. So just because you feel like you're not in the best situation or you can't trust your parents' advice, there is people whose advice you can trust. So seek out those spiritual people in your life who can set that example for you. Um, I was just going to add that the Bible says to honor and respect our parents. Hello. And I agree with that. But also, you know, ask, does what they say line up with the word? Morgan yep. kind of already just said that. You know, everyone has different home lives and different situations and different um, parent relationships, but uh, just understand that God is our Father, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. And so what His Word says, uh, we also need to honor that. Yeah. So that's just what I was going to say for that. Mm -hmm. Also, we're talking about waiting. I think it's a great thing to wait, to date. Um, when, once you reach 18, 19, 20, you do have the option of moving out. <laughs> I'm not saying go against what your parents are saying. Or, or, but if you live in a house 
and you are very, very certain, and you've talked to leaders and maybe even leaders like, yeah, we think that's the one, but your parents are just really, really, really not for it. They are paying the bills at the house you live at. You do need to honor them. If you are dating somebody because you just feel like it and you're, and you're like, yeah, mom, you don't know nothing, but they're actually right about it, you're going to stir up a lot of trouble and you're, gonna, you're not going to be able to come to anything church related because you're going to be grounded. Um, and some of you have spent most of your high school years grounded before and you know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody ever been grounded before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. It's not fun. Embarrassing. So. All right, we'll do two more questions. This is a great one. Um, how do you get out of soul ties, and how do you stop liking someone? I actually love this. Yeah. Can I answer this one? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. It is my pet peeve when anyone says, like, that they couldn't help it or that they can't help their feelings. Lies. I promise you can direct your emotions 100%. Your emotions are not just like a blind reaction. Your emotions don't control you. Your emotions do not physically make your body do things like a robot. You are in control of your emotions. That includes love, lust, anger, rage, all of it. Uh, it does take maturity though. Most middle and high school students are not great at managing their emotions, but The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And the Bible says to fix our eyes on things and and our life is going to head in that direction. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like I have really strong feelings for this person, what do I do? That's okay. We've all been there where we're like, I need to redirect the ship. I've gone too far in the wrong direction here. Um, First of all, get accountable with someone. But second of all, control your thoughts. When your thoughts are wanting to go to that person or someplace they shouldn't, literally I want you to like quote scripture and say, Jesus, like my eyes are fixed on you right now. I'm focusing on you, the author and finisher of my faith. Um, God is the desire of my heart. You can stir yourself up and speak to those things to change them. Uh, The other thing specifically with soul ties, um, if you've really, really gotten engaged with someone and things have really been serious and now you're trying to break off and separate and you feel like your emotions are really entangled with that person, seek out prayer. Uh, If there's a prayer line at church, get in it. Ask a life group leader to pray for you. The Bible says that we can pray, and uh, the Bible talks about the anointing destroying a yoke. What does that mean? The power of God is going to break off something that feels like it's holding on to you. So if you feel like those feelings are holding on, and you can't get rid of them, and and you're trying to stand on the word, and you're trying to redirect things on your own, and it's not working, seek out somebody else. It doesn't have to be a prayer line at church, but it can. But it could also be Amsie just praying for you on like a a Friday morning or something. You know, seek out prayer and seek out somebody who can help you uh, because the power of God can take care of that and break that off your life if that's what needs to happen. And if you do have a soul tie with somebody, that just means that you've gotten really, really involved with them, more than likely uh, emotionally, sexually, for sure. You could even like be thinking about moving in with somebody like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have gotten to that place, um, when you do respond, if they say, is there anybody here that needs deliverance and you, Mm -hmm. and you, or you just text a leader or somebody, or just one of your good friends that are a lot more spiritual than you and say, I need you to pray over me, pray deliverance. There's, it's a two part process and and it is a process I've almost I've seen the magic wand be waved over someone's head a few times and it it worked instantly here's the thing it is you go working hand in hand with God on this when you go home after receiving your deliverance Uh if you go and text them right away and just all the things you were texting them before there's not much help for you there you got to give God something to work with Um, don't think it's, oh, it's all on me. It's all on me to, to make this happen. God's ability and his power through deliverance mm-hmm. is going to help you so much. But there's things practically like blocking them, like, right. like handing them a Bible and say bye-bye. Like 
get out of my life. If you need to hire me and like Chad Steele to rough them up in the parking lot when they get off of working their third shift at McDonald's, like we can do that. It's no problem. It'd be my privilege and honor actually. So um, it is, it, there's, it's a two, it's a, it's, would you, would you agree? It's, it's a, it's a, you walking hand in hand with God saying, God, thank you for delivering me. Now I'm going to make some, some really great decisions to make sure I don't go back to that person. Cause I've seen Sunday after Sunday for years, people come up and maybe I know what they're going through because they've told me, and I, I see them responding for deliverance over and over and over again. But the, I, in my opinion, they're not Monday through Saturday, Monday morning through Saturday night, they're not doing anything different. They're just wanting a quick fix, and they want God to do all the hard work and make him come down and not text and, 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 and pursue a relationship. Yeah. I'd say there's, there's work on our part. But don't let it be like, I'm fighting, you know, I'm just clawing through the muck and the mire here, just trying to make it through life. It's not that kind of battle. Yeah. It's just you being a co-laborer with Jesus and having him help you. Deliverance is amazing. It's fantastic. But you also have a part to play in it. Yeah, that's right. All right, last question. One minute on the clock. I am single. What should I do right now? Shevlin, do you have anything on that? Um, Single lady. (laughs) I think that... um, Not to call you out or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that the biggest things that you can do right now is work on yourself. Mm. You've got a lot of time for you right now. It's true. So I would say focus on yourself. Yep. Focus on your relationship with God. Yep. You know, serve in your church. You know, that we've uh, been talking on the podcast. I go back and listen to all the things that we've been saying there. But, you know, you have a lot of time to focus and, and heal for yourself. Yep. Um, so I would focus on those things. And then you also have a lot of time to focus on your friendships. Right. Yeah. So I would say uh, build deep friendships build friendships that'll even help you in your future relationship uh, to keep you accountable. And also you can pick up new hobbies. But I, um, I would really focus on you and your relationship with God and your friendships. Yes. Yeah. And don't ghost all your friends once you get in a, re- get in a relationship. Right. Wow. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them are probably thinking, yeah, you, Amzie. <laughs> um, don't ghost all your friends because whether it's, if, if it's the right guy or girl, that's great. But you still need that fellowship and that community and that accountability that Pastor Morgan's been talking about. It's so true. Accountability is so huge because when you aren't accountable, you get away with what you want to get away with. Because guess what? Nobody knows. You think you're fooling man, but God knows everything that you're doing. So really, you're just deceiving yourself. But um, yeah, don't don't ghost your friends um, when you get into a relationship. I had a friend in in high school in 10th grade. I won't say his name. still like the guy. Uh, he started dating one of the cheerleaders, and I'd always hang out at his locker with him. We were the best buds. But now this girl always showed up, and she's sitting there trying to, like, hug him and stuff. And I'm like, hey, girl, do you mind getting out of here? This is my best friend here. And I would literally stand there, me, and then her, and then him. And I would just stand there, and I was like, this is lame. So, yeah, don't, don't, don't be that person. Don't forget about the ones that were your rider dies for all that time, and then you just date somebody, and you're like, all right, see you later. Nice knowing you. Thanks for nothing. So, yeah. yeah. All right, you guys. First of all, listen, thank you for your honest questions. If we laughed at your question, it's only because we've said it ourselves, okay? Yes. So I appreciate your honesty and your transparency with these questions. And let's not let the conversation stop here. If we didn't answer your question fully yeah. or you have more questions or something you maybe were embarrassed to text in, talk to your life group leader about it. Like I said, you're not going to ask us anything we haven't heard before or probably thought ourselves. So we love you guys. We want to see you have successful mm-hmm. relationships, great times of being single, and and great times in dating, and I want to attend your wedding, please invite me. So we love you guys. 
Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at the quarry, check us out on social media.